Hello and welcome to HSBC's Eventing News. I'm Sam Lloyd and each month we'll bring you all the stories and personalities from the world of three-day eventing. Coming up in the programme... The captain talks about the latest in the HSBC FEI classics. I think it's a very important thing for the future of the sport that uh, the four-star level does grow on on continental Europe and not just in um, England and America. We find out more about Daisy Barclay's horse, who she affectionately calls Pod... I think we probably prepared better than we've ever prepared, just um, making sure that we covered all our bases and the little horse was on the form of his life and, um, and it just got better and better. And we attend a HSBC Pony Club eventing training day in Wales. Children have had a wonderful time. They've really enjoyed it. They've really appreciated this top-class instruction and they're all going away saying, Badminton, here we come. But first, Oliver Townend has made his mark in the HSBC FEI World Cup eventing series. Just five weeks after his horrific fall in Kentucky, the British rider and his horse Ashdale Cruise Master were back to winning ways, leading Tattersalls in Ireland from the start of the event. Meanwhile, the latest of the HSBC FEI Classics has taken place at Lumoulin, with a cross-country course once again designed by Captain Mark Phillips. Before he flew out to Germany, Rachel Ferguson caught up with him at his home in Gloucestershire to talk about the event and indeed the series. Let's talk about Lumoulin. It's one of the HSBC FEI Classics. How does it compare to, say, another of the Classics, Burley, for example? In recent times... um Year in, year out, Burley's probably been um, on the top end of the scale in terms of the size of the course and level of difficulty of the course. And that's partly due to the, the terrain at, at Burley that, um, you know, Babington and Lemoulin don't have. And um, then you've got Lexington somewhere in the, in, in, in the middle. Um, it would be on the easier side of the, of, of the four-star uh, scale. Because um, you know, not every all the countries in Europe are used to competing at the four-star level, and so you know the more Lumoulin can give people the idea that actually the four-star level is not as intimidating as they might think it is, um, I think that's a good thing, and it's partly the role of, of Lumoulin. And have there been lots of changes to the cross-country course this year? Uh, well, the biggest change um, is that the David Evans boys who did the courses in Hong Kong and, and do Blenheim and Chatsworth and things, they've been taken on this time as the builders and so there's a, a, actually a, a dramatic different look to the course in terms of um, uh, in terms of the fences, although some of the f- fences are, are the same they don't look, they don't look the same and um, we're also sort of slightly um, preparing the ground and things ready for the European Championships in, in, in 2011. So, um, yes, there the, the, are many, many changes, although the course follows the, the same track uh, this year as it, as it did, did last. Um, but uh, that's about the only similarity. Well, you said lots of changes because it will be hosting the European Championships next year. Do you think it will take on even greater significance this year? And can you tell, tell me what it's like as an event as a whole? I mean, you know, all those four-star events are nice places to, to work. You know, they've got a great team there in, in Le Moulin. This year, they've got their biggest ever four-star entry, which is which is exciting. 
And because um, the more people that go there, the more people who um, go away and tell their friends that it's not as frightening as they might have thought it was, the, the better. Because um, I think it's a, a very important thing for the future of the sport that you know, the four-star level does grow on, on continental Europe and not just in um, England and America. And what a thrilling event it proved to be in Germany, with British rider Sharon Hunt claiming a superb win with Tankerstown. It was Hunt's first four-star victory and a career best with a 16-year-old gelding. Overnight cross-country leader Ingrid Klimka hit two fences in the show jumping and dropped a second on Butts Abraxas, with Andreas Dabowski finishing third on the mare FRH Fantasia. That result for Dabowski on home soil means he now heads the HSBC FEI Classics by seven points. British rider who's in tremendous form is of course Daisy Barkley. Having achieved an excellent result of third at Badminton with her beloved Spring Along, Daisy is thoroughly enjoying this season. But she's been at the top level for a long time now and eventing was always in her blood. I came from very equestrian parents. My father was a national hunt jockey. He won all the big races. He won the national, the gold cup, um, all that sort of stuff. And my mother, she event rode. Um, She was actually Irish and she did badminton and burley and all those things. So um, from a very young age, I rode and I was actually more into the show jumping than I was the eventing because the horses I had were were decent jumpers and they were sort of jumping at grade A and things. But then I I got a four-year-old thoroughbred who was useless um, well not useless at show jumping but not a show jumper and so I started to do a bit of the eventing and, and luckily he started winning at that and as long as you're winning I'm happy so I started to make the, the, um, the transition into eventing and, um, and it just kind of, kind of stuck But what about Springalong the horse she affectionately refers to as Pod? I got him when I was just beginning to start flagging with the career, it wasn't right, really going the way I wanted it to go and um, this little horse turned up and um, he ex- exceeded all my expectations. He's just been amazing and he's just an out-and-out winner, out-and-out trier. And the only disappointing thing is I don't think I'll ever sit on anything like him again across country because they don't make them like that very often. Obviously, he's 17. You know, you, you've got to be realistic. And however amazing he feels now, I mean, he feels like an eight-year-old. You've probably only realistically got a year, maybe two left if you're lucky, um, competing at a decent level. Um, as far as... I'm concerned with him. He owes me absolutely nothing. Um, a lot of people have said, oh, you must go to the Worlds now after that performance. And I know they're a little bit ageist on the selection, um, even though I feel he, he's, he seems physically younger than a lot of younger horses. But, um, you know, I personally would love to go to the Worlds. I don't think Pod gives a damn where he goes. Um, he's quite happy as long as he's looked after and loved. Um, if we don't go there, we will probably go to Burley. And if... Or Poe, you know, I think we might just slightly be a little bit naughty and follow the HSBC um, point gathering because I know how well Sam Griffiths did out of that with one horse. He had two third placings, one at Bavington, one at Burley, and came home with a a nice juicy check. But um, really, the ball's in Pod's court, um, as long as he stays fit and well, and I can go out there and enjoy the sport as much as I've enjoyed it with him, then I'm I'm happy. You have achieved so much, Daisy. Would you say that Bavington 2010 is up there in the top? Yeah, I definitely think so. It was the whole the whole week was just amazing, and um, I must say that it just felt different. You know, the horse was more focused. I think perhaps I was more focused. I was so determined, and um, I mean, I've had some I've had some wonderful times, especially with the teams on championships. Um, I thought Arkan was something else. You know, 
we only got the silver, but it it just was the most incredible environment to compete in. And obviously winning the team gold in Protoni was very special. And to compete in, in Hong Kong was out of this world. So I've had some wonderful times, but from a selfish point of view, I'd say, yeah, coming third at Babington, rated right up there. From the top level to grassroots, HSBC also sponsored the Pony Club eventing training programme, which consists of training days across the UK, giving Pony Club members the opportunity of top-class specialist tuition in predominantly the cross-country and show-jumping phases from some of the best riders and trainers. Rachel Ferguson has been finding out more. It's a glorious sunny day during half term and I've travelled to Monmouthshire to the David Broom Event Centre to see what these training days are all about. As the youngsters started to arrive, I caught up with Sandra Fisher, area representative of the Pony Club. Just what does it mean to have the investment from HSBC in this sport and at this level? It's hugely important and we're really grateful because all these children really want to emulate the top riders. Um, Training starts at the beginning, we are a training organisation and to be able to come here to these superb facilities and have top trainers is only um, able to happen because of HSBC training uh, funding really. The two trainers are Ros Morgan and Vicky McDonald, both highly experienced individuals who are putting the youngsters through their paces. Right, what I'm going to do this morning is simulated cross-country. And so I have built fences to represent problems that you will have when you go out on the cross-country. We've just done a cross-country course walk. Uh, Can you tell me what today's all about and why it's so good for these children? A lot of children will, or young people, will just go out on a cross-country course and have absolutely no idea how to approach the different fences, how to look after their horses, what might or might not be difficult and how to approach the fences. What we've done today should make them more aware and should make them therefore safer, which is what it's all about. Good girl, just change your leg. Keep your hands down, but you've got no loops in the reins, Harriet. That's good, Molly. Keep the canter steady and lovely and straight. Ros, tell me what, what today's been all about. Well, really, it's to educate the children a little bit more about the safety factor. Cross-country is, well, one-day eventing, three-day eventing is now one of the highest-risk sports in the world and it's to bring to their attention the safety aspect of it how correct they've got to be their body position when they're riding different types of fences but more so what's come over in today is control the control aspect and being aware of the need for that control and what age range has been here today and what kind of level are they uh, we started off we've got um, 12 year olds up to 16 year olds um, and all levels really all levels I mean sometimes what they feel they are at is a little bit higher level than they actually are at and I think it's making them aware of that um, but they're all lovely lovely kids here today they've all got a want to learn and the feedback you have with them when you're drawing them in and starting off questioning them sometimes they're a little shy but as they get more confident as they feel the horses and ponies changing the feedback you start getting off them is tremendous and it's more so today I feel when I'm coaching that they have to be able to go away from today being able to carry on what I've done without me being there. So I do question them a lot and I do get them to try and understand what they're doing so that tomorrow 
they can carry on and hopefully progress. And the people to ask if the day had been a success are, of course, the youngsters. I think the teaching's been great to help me um, learn, have another outside view on my riding technique and the way the horse goes, helped me develop that a bit more and given me um, new obstacles which I wouldn't usually be able to have the chance to overface. It's been quite fun. Um, we've tried a lot of different types of jumping skills and we've done different angles and our positions have improved and everything. Yeah, it's been really good. It's been really helpful. Um, the instructor's been really good. It's good to have like such a high level of instruction so you don't get that opportunity that often. So yeah. Sandra, here we are at the end of the day. Has it been a success? Absolutely brilliant, yeah. Children have had a wonderful time. They've really enjoyed it. They've really appreciated this top class instruction and they're all going away saying, Badminton, here we come. And we'll be talking to the 2010 badminton winner, Paul Tapner, in next month's programme. That's sort of my two, two my, my few funny memories of my uh, show jumping around at badminton. And then, of course, getting through that finish line, looking over the scoreboard and seeing the, the rank number one. That was the most important part and just the sheer relief of, of being able to pull it off. So plenty to look forward to in what's becoming a thrilling season. But until the next time, it's goodbye.